Monster Mash there, Tom's favorite uh, Halloween song. I played that for him. So, uh, just Tom and I today. Greg is he? Where is he? He's getting a new vehicle. Finally, he's trading in his vehicle. Yeah, he, he bought a new uh, truck uh, this weekend, so he's off to uh, trade in the the current one for the new one. Well, it's used, so newer, I guess. But uh, yeah, he's off to get himself a new vehicle. It sounds a, a lot like what the Eagles did this morning. Got themselves a new vehicle. Uh, what are we thinking about the JGI move here? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty shocking, but uh, clearly the Dolphins have grown tired of his issues. They, there were issues in the locker room. Obviously, the performance on the field was terrible. It's interesting from, from Philadelphia's perspective. It's not like LeGarrette Blunt had been terrible. He'd been averaging nearly five yards a carry, so yeah. it's not like he'd been awful. But from Ajayi's perspective, clearly he's going to a better team, a much better offense, it does sound like Adam Kaplan tweeted out this morning that he is going to be the guy. Now, it may not happen this week. You know, they, they play Den- – besides, they play Denver this week anyway, so oh, yeah. probably best probably best if he's not the lead guy. Then they have a bye in Week 10. I would assume that coming out in Week 11, he'll be the starter. I, I trust Adam. Adam is really dialed in to the Eagles and their organization and what they do. So if he's saying that they made the trade to make J.H.I. the lead back, I would expect J.H.I. to be the lead back. Again, good news. Better team, he's not going to get the 20 to 25 carries no, he was getting no in way. Miami. No. This team is a passing offense with Carson Wentz, and, and it should be. But you like his touchdown potential more, certainly. I mean, a much better offense. Whether Doug Peterson uses him in the passing game is still the key. The Dolphins really wouldn't do it. Uh, so if Peterson does that and he's getting you know more production on a better offense, he's got a shot here. I, I don't, he's not going to be an RB1, and, and that was it's just not going to happen. But RB2, that could happen if he starts getting some touchdowns. So, you know, bottom line is, you know, if you're looking at it for this week, he was going to play the, the Broncos anyway. Miami plays Denver later in the year, so it's not like he's running in anything worse. I think the fact he gets a bye next week is fantastic. Yeah, he needs remember, it. Remember, yeah, yeah, he wasn't getting a bye this year. Right. I mean, the, 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 the Dolphins and the Buccaneers didn't get that bye because of that moronic Roger Goodell decision in week one. So I think it's good news that he has a bye right now. And if there's any, if there's any hope for JHI, it's going to happen now. Because if he can't do it on this team with this quarterback playing this well, there's no hope for the guy. As far as Miami, Kenyon Drake, Damian Williams uh, will be the running backs. They, they do like Drake a lot, so we'll see what he can do. The matchup Sunday night for them is great. The Raider defense is terrible. 
So Kenyon Drake's got a shot here. Damian Williams will remain the third down guy. So I, I don't think this is as devastating for the Dolphins as everybody. Because then again, I don't think J.J. is as good as everybody thinks he is. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there with Drake and with Williams. Yeah, interesting. I mean, the uh, the Eagles only gave up a fourth rounder for him next year. So it's not like they sold the farm on him. Right. So I, 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 this NFL's finally, I, I've always wondered why. I know, re, I know really the reasons why there's not a lot of trades at the trade deadline. But this year, it's, it's almost, it's fun this year. It's, I mean, we had obviously the Garoppolo trade last night. There's a lot of rumors out there. And a lot of time when there's, there's smoke, you know, when there's smoke, there, there's going to end up being some fire. So um, what are your thoughts on Jimmy G heading out, uh, out to San Francisco way? Well, I mean, you know, it's it's an improvement. Their quarterback situation was atrocious with Hoyer and Beathard. So, you know, they, they obviously were in the market for a quarterback either at some point now or in the draft next year. This rule or Kirk Cousins in free agency. This takes all that off the, the map. It's Garoppolo now. Uh, you know, they, just, they don't have much talent, really. That's still the problem here. They don't have a lot of talent on offense. You know, they have Pierre Garçon in the passing game, and that's about it. They Slight. got hide in the backfield, but they're not sold on him. So I, I, I like Garoppolo in this situation long term. I'm not sure how quickly we'll see anything in terms of benefits, but long term, certainly this is what you want. He's got an opportunity to start now with a good uh, offensive coach in Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, I think maybe a slight boost to to Garcon if, if Gar, um, Garoppolo gets in there, maybe after San Francisco's bye, which is coming up here. So, um, yeah, good. I mean, a great trade. Again, they gave up a, a second a second round pick, right? So, I mean, I saw yesterday that uh, San Francisco got Steve Young for a second and a fourth when they made that deal. So, uh, just obviously different circumstances, different eras and whatnot, but I just thought that was kind of interesting. Um, so, then we got the Zeke news, and again, we don't still know exactly what's going to happen. I mean, it seems like the suspension is going to happen now, but it's we're still hours away from the 24-hour stay deadline because at this point, his suspension technically has not started. Um, they do have a few hours left to try and do some more lawyering, I think. Uh, to me, uh, I think he's going to just take this six-game suspension, and then that's what's going to happen. What, what are your thoughts at this point? Yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's finally going to hold up. But again, I, I'll say what I've said all along through this thing. I've, I've not been right at any point in time <laughs> in trying to predict how this is going to play out. So it, it's not over. You know, he's going to keep fighting it. We'll see what happens. But if, assuming the suspension goes into play, okay, then it's, you know, what do you do in the backfield? Alfred Morris, Darren McFadden. Uh, it sounds like Morris would get the, the lead carries and then McFadden would be the guy who would come in and get maybe 8 to 10, but be the primary passing down back. We know Morris is awful in the passing game, yeah. so that's not going to change. It's, it's I would think, based on that, McFadden would be the play from a fantasy perspective because if he can get 10 carries plus you know four to five catches or so, he becomes a viable RB2, whereas Morris is still the same guy he's always been. If he's not getting 100 yards or scoring a touchdown, he's pretty much worthless to you. So. If you're making the bids, if they're still out there, if they weren't picked up weeks ago when we thought he was gonna, uh, Zeke was going to be suspended, I would say go for McFadden, uh, Morris. I would only have interest in a standard league right. or you know a TD heavy league. I agree, and I think people need to temper their expectations a little bit. I mean, just because Zeke's going out and that spot's open, that doesn't mean whoever you plug in there is Zeke. Zeke is a freak right. talent. And, you know, I mean, McFadden's a nice back, Morris, he is what he is, but they're, they're not Zeke Elliott. So, um, exactly. you know, to me, there's other guys out there on the wire this week that may be just as good uh, moving forward for, for that period again because we don't know. The Cowboys could do a, do a timeshare there the, the whole time. So you're, yeah. you're, not, you're, you're just not getting the Zeke stats, I think, is the point we got there. Another trade, uh, 
Dwayne Brown goes to Seattle after just playing there last week. Uh, Seattle picks him up. How do you think that affects their running and or passing game? Did they make him fly back? To I, I think they did. I think they did. I, I, I don't know for sure, but that's a lot of flight. they just kept him in Seattle? Because we had the rumors on Sunday yeah. that he was going to be traded to Seattle. So yeah. they just could have said, you know, just get yourself a room and hang out for a couple extra days. Yeah, I don't but know anyway, what happened. I do like this. I like this trade a lot for Seattle. I love John Schneider. I think he is the best GM in the NFL. He's good. Go get proven players, especially elite players like Dwayne Brown. He is an elite tackle clearly addresses a position of need. This offensive line has got a lot of issues in Seattle. It's not going to help them run the ball. They're not running the ball with Thomas Rawls or Lacey or McKissick or Procise, assuming he ever can play football again. <laughs> but this does help Russell Wilson in terms of pass pro. And Russ is dealing right now. I mean, he is obviously at the monster game against Houston, but he's throwing the ball well. Richardson's emerging. Tyler Lockett looks healthy again. Doug Baldwin is Doug Baldwin, and they got Graham going. So I think this becomes a pass-heavy offense, and having a guy like Dwayne Brown on the left side of the line is huge for the Seahawks. I love this trade for them. Yeah, I think it I think it uh, cements Russell Wilson as a top three the rest of the year. No, no question in my mind now about that. Uh, it sounds like we're about uh, 15 minutes from the trade deadline. I haven't seen anything new come across. Nope. They've said Martavis Bryant is not going to be traded and is part of their Week 10 game plan. Now, that could be a lot of coach speak in the way Juju's playing. I'm not sure you can have any confidence in throwing Martavis Bryant out next week, no, can you? He was, part, he was part of the game plan the two games prior to this last right. one. Right. And he had five targets. He was technically part of the game plan, <laughs> right? He got the first touch in a game a couple of that's weeks true. ago. Then he didn't touch the ball hardly at all. So that, that's meaningless. He's... he's He's done. I, I think if you have like an NFFC league with 20 roster spots, don't drop him there because you never know what's going to happen. But if you're in a tighter league, like a 10-team league, smaller benches, that type of thing, it's awfully tough to hold him right now because Smith-Schuster looks like the legitimate number two guy. And they don't. this offense isn't built for four or five no, options. No, it isn't. It's, no. it's built really for two and then the third guy who can do some things from time to time. That's what the offense is now. That's who Ben Roethlisberger is now. Martavis Bryant, I, I just, it's a lost season for him. Unfortunately, you know, it's it's over. I, biggest swing in the miss for me, without a question, this year was Martavis Bryant. I was high on him. I've got him in a bunch of leagues because I just thought the fourth, fifth round, what value. Yeah, okay. So I... I screwed the pooch there. I'm, I'm right with you there. I got him in pretty much all my home leagues and in other leagues. So, yeah, I was getting him fourth round, and I felt great about it. I mean, he, I did too. Yeah, I mean, that just goes to show you. What are your thoughts on uh, on the Raider backfield situation? I know we got Lynch coming off the suspension. By the way, uh, your, your uh, flip a coin for Washington and uh, Richard worked out perfect for me yes. this week. Richard gets the TD, and I'm in a pretty, uh, not quite a standard league, but it, it shades more towards standard than PPR. And I ended, I ended up blowing the guy out anyways by about 30 points but you, you did make the right the right coin flip call there so perfect thank you God for that damn right i did <laughs> i said heads for washington you did you did country and he got in there yeah uh i i it's back to marshawn lynch but again this offense needs to go through car uh, Derek carr and they need to be an aggressive downfield passing him i don't know why they didn't do that against buffalo the bills have really had issues on the back end the last few weeks this was an opportunity, again, for the, the Raiders to come out and just attack, and they didn't do it. It was a lot of short stuff, dump-offs. I mean, Washington and Richard both caught a lot of balls in this game, so or that game yesterday, uh, Sunday. Yeah. So 
I, I just think that this is what they need to do, and they need to turn this offense to Derek Carr, stop stop the Marshawn Lynch stuff, and become a pass-heavy offense, take advantage of those two receivers and Cook and the running backs out of the backfield, not named Lynch, and score points. That's how they're going to beat people, because their defense is terrible. So if they actually do that, do, do they just fade Marshawn Lynch? I mean, do they just say, I mean, they're not going to cut him probably, but are they, they actually just going to put him on the bench and go with Richard in Washington? I don't think they will. I'm saying that's what oh. I think they should do. Okay. Yeah. But I, I, don't, I don't think it's what they will do because right. coaches are stubborn and teams are yeah. stubborn. Even when it's clear that what they're doing is stupid and, and, and ridiculous, they're going to still do it. So I fully expect Marshawn Lynch to keep getting out there and getting his touches. So it's second and nine, you know, or third and eight. You know, that type of stuff. So it, it shouldn't happen. Just admit you're done. The Saints trading Adrian Peterson was such a shock because it was a team Admitting understanding it. months too late, mind you. But at least they understood mm. this really is dumb. We, you know, we yeah. can't, can't be doing this. And the Raiders need to come to that same realization with Lynch. The sooner they do it, the quicker I think their offense can really get going. But again, they've got to be aggressive downfield. And, and that's that's got to get to Derek Carr. He's got to be able to, you know, have some confidence and throw, taking some deep shots instead of all the checkdowns. Yeah, I agree. I agree totally. Um, to close here real quick, I just missed my Matty Stafford uh, 4 TD projection on Sunday night. Um, so I do, I do, <laughs> I do. We bet $10,000. I forgot. Thanks for reminding me. Our bet was uh, $10,000 over under touchdown passes, two and a half. I took the under. I now get $10,000 that you will pay to me. Uh, you can bring a check to St. Louis when we see each other uh, next week. Uh, I'll buy the first round of drinks with the oh, 10 grand. Very noble of you. Thank you. Yeah. 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 What a guy. Swell. That's right. Uh, you know, buy your, you know, you can have appetizers. Well, watch yeah, so I, I owe you a couple beers. Although, did you? what did you think of, I mean, they did exactly what I thought they were going to do, come out and carve up the Steelers, because I did think the Steelers' pass defense was overrated because of those quarterbacks they had played. Um, what are your thoughts on Lions' offense moving forward? Yeah, I, I didn't expect that. I, I, I was really leery of Marvin Jones, and he looked fantastic. Yeah, what's the deal? Uh, yeah, he looked great. I mean, he really looked good. And now he's got the Packers this week. He's going to go bonkers. Uh, I don't know what the hell is going on in the backfield. Yeah. I mean, Theo Riddick did not play, I think, for nearly the entire first half. Then he comes in and starts busting off chunk plays. Yep. It's like, just keep using him. But it's it, it's Caldwell. Is that Caldwell or Jim Bob Cooter? Or a combination of both? Is it Jim Bob? It's Jim Bob, but here's my problem with this. It, it's the offensive quarter, but you know what? The head coach has got to look and go, what? Yeah. Why is Theo Riddick standing next to me on the sidelines for the first 30 minutes of the game? It's like if you're in Cincinnati and you're like, wait a minute, A.J. Green's only got one target in the first half? Get the fucking ball to A.J. Green. <laughs> Get the ball to Theo Riddick. Get the ball to guy, especially in the red zone. Yeah. Riddick is so effective down there, and they obviously had a little bit of trouble scoring touchdowns. So, yeah, I, I don't understand what they're doing in the backfield, but... I will say uh, I like the passing game moving forward. Marvin Jones looking good. Golden Tate looked very healthy, so that's a good sign. You know, Ebron's a disaster, but they should be able to throw it. Monday night they're looking really, really good against the Packers. So I feel very confident about uh, if you've got any of those Lions passing game guys, those three, they're all looking really good for Monday night. By the way, before we go, um, Bruce Arians just says, this is coming over Twitter right now, Bruce Arians just says he doubts David Johnson will play again this season. Yeah, I suppose so, at this point. They're, they're not a, done. It, it's, it's not a surprise, but obviously, no. you know, in the NFFC, we've been removing him from the free agent pool whenever he's been dropped. Sure. 
we may have to just reevaluate that and say, you know, screw it, he's done. We're not doing that anymore, although we're just a couple of weeks away, yeah, a month no. away from the final fab. But it's something to talk about. Let's, we'll talk about that with Greg. Uh, shoot him an email right now. Sounds good. But, I'll uh, do that after. But, yeah, that was the fear of David Johnson. The Cardinals needed to stay in contention for him to have any chance to come back right. and play. And now, that, now with Drew Stanton at the helmets, they're, they're, they've gone south for the winter. So unfortunately, yeah. so I, I'm going to drop him in the, in the one home league I have him in at, at this point, I think. so. Yeah, I think it's uh, unfortunate, but uh, not surprising. All right, uh, real quick, World Series Game 6 tonight, Verlander and Rich Hill, who you got? Uh, yes, and they are still playing baseball. Okay, I didn't know that because I stopped watching after Game 2. Um, what is the series? 3-2 Three Three two Astros. Astros, chance to shut. And this is, in, this, this is in L.A.? This is in L.A. All right, I'll go take the Dodgers. All right, I'm going to take the Astros and to hit my initial projection of Astros in six. I think Verlander's just, uh, he's going to shut them down. He'll go seven or eight innings. They'll find a way to patch through that bullpen, um, and I think they'll win, uh, I'm going to say, 4-2 Astros, the game and the series. So there okay, we go. Sounds good. All right, that's it. We'll be back. We probably won't be back till Thursday, actually. Uh, Greg is flying out tomorrow. I got a bunch of stuff, so I think we'll be back at you on Thursday. We'll preview the Thursday night game and the weekend slate. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. I got enough to do tomorrow. We got the serious radio show, of course, every Wednesday night. I'll be doing that solo. That's right. I'll be busy as well. Sounds good. Good luck with that, and uh, I'll be back at you. I'll give you a call Thursday. All right. Sounds good. Have fun, everybody. Enjoy the game. Happy Halloween.